Yo, yo, yo. Welcome to another episode of Wings, Beers, and Tears, your DMV sports podcast. We have lots of local sports to talk about this week, as well as some national shit that is going down across all fronts. So we got a packed show for you this evening. I am Todd, joined as always by the referee hater himself, Mr. Jeremy. How are you, sir? If anyone hates referees more than me, I would love to meet them. <laughs> not <laughs> possible. No, not possible. How's everybody doing? Uh, and the third member of the crew is Jerry. How are you? I love referees. <laughs> I hate Mark Turgeon. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. So we got a lot to talk about. Let's unpack our first topic of the evening, shall we? And let's get right in to our Washington Capitals, who get five more years of one Nicholas Backstrom, arguably the most underrated, underappreciated center, number one center in the league. And he is going to be a cap, uh, barring anything crazy, until the age of 37. Five-year deal, 46 mil, pretty damn good. 11% of the salary cap, which is exactly what his original deal was when he signed it 10 years ago. Well done by the Caps. Well done by Backstrom. And, uh, you know. And well done by us. We pretty much predicted this. I don't know if (laughs) it was on the pod, but we definitely talked about the percentage of the cap and all that stuff, and that's exactly what happened. And coming off of two disappointing losses, they had a really nice bounce-back shutout win against Carolina. So, you know, last week we were a little down on the caps, and, uh, you know, things are trending back upwards. As the uh, NHL season goes, it is a roller coaster. Thoughts? The term was too long. Five years is too long for a player of his age, but I assume they traded off the percentage of the cap and the maybe the cap hit each year is for, for the length. I mean, I know the caps uh, originally were offering three years, so it's yeah. not like I'm not I'm telling them something they didn't know. So they went five years, and they know it's probably too long, but they probably got some benefit from it and thought it was just worth it and vice versa. Yep. Yep. Yeah. If it's too long, it's one year too long, and that's just, you know, can't worry about that. Just can't. <laughs> so uh, the, the McKenzie's and LeBrun's of the world that know way more about this shit than we do. Bullshit. Said that if he had put his toes into the free agent market, it probably would have been four by ten and a half. That's what the going rate was going to be. It was going to be over $40 million guaranteed. They were thinking that four-year range based on his age was what he would get in free agency. So the Caps give him a fifth year lock him up, hopefully he retires as a cap, and the cap hit is only 9.2. So I think he didn't really want to test the waters. They didn't want him to test it, but by the same token, they didn't want to lowball him because what's the fucking point? Right. I mean, they they gave him a fair offer without an agent. Yeah. He saves that money because he doesn't have to pay his agent. So with as stringent as the salary cap is in the NHL, there are rumors that these guys are pretty well-read. They're smart guys. Uh, Obviously, there's knuckleheads out there, but there's enough you know, good, smart, intelligent guys that say, I, I want to see what this process is like and I want to get my hands in it and do it for myself, you know? Yeah, why not save that money? Pay sure. S- pay some jackass like At Jerry. least 3 to 5%, you know, for an agent, right? I was an NFL agent for three years and by the third year, I wondered why anybody needed an agent. <laughs> All the contracts are the same. Right, um, right. Standard ter- player contract. Yeah, right? a, t- a term here or there, whether or not, you know, I mean, if you're a star... Uh, the perks that you get as a star, it's like right. a whole different addendum. Well, but. I mean, there people make that they don't make, they typically don't make most of their money off their players' contracts. They make it off endorsements, which is separate and apart from a player contract. So, yep. Um, I guess if you have an agent who can negotiate all of that for you in terms of your player contract plus your endorsement deals, plus he can get you deals, sure, then it's worthwhile. But if you're just a guy mm-hmm. who's like entering your fifth year in the league and 
you know, you see what other guys around you that can do what you yeah, do make. Let's go with the comps and I don't know. I don't know why you need an agent, right? Other than right. he or she can get you out of trouble when you need it. And they can ha- take care of the ancillary part. The contract's the easy part. Sure, it's all the same. Tom Brady's contract term is the same as a rookie, right? But it's the numbers are higher, but the sure. contract terms are the same. So, so in terms of the on ice product, you mentioned that at his age, so he's thirty two right now. He would be thirty seven at the end of uh, the expiring deal, um, or when that deal expires. So you don't think. So you think that last year is pretty much just a throwaway? I think he's slowing down already. So, I so think, here's the deal. I think after three years, the Caps are going to regret it. I that actually think deal. McClellan made a really good point when they asked him about that. And he said his game, he basically said in a very nice way. He's already slow as Right, shit. he's never been fast. Right. right. And the way he plays and the, our style around him, basically it's, he's one of those guys that might be able to play into his 40s based on the way he plays. Right. So. Him losing a step is not the same thing as Kuzi losing a step. For and like example. he's like John right. Stockton. John Stockton got older and got craftier. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. he's got a big butt. He uses it. It's like Wes Unseld out there, and you know. Well, I'm going to compare. I'm going to make this comparison only because they play the same position, and I think both players are fairly underrated. But you look at a guy like Patrice Bergeron. Bergeron's not the fastest skater. Mm-hmm. Now he's a very good skater, but he's not overly physical. He's not overly fast. He's not overly tough. Yet guy doesn't get blown up <laughs> you know he is he's in that 70 to 90 point range almost every year and you just you slot him in in the top two center positions you don't fucking worry about him and you know and he is and i'm shocked to say this about hockey but jerry's right he, ah. he is overpaid <laughs> mark that down yeah later on in the contract but by how much so he's only worth five or six million dollars each of the last two years who gives a shit we had a bargain the last 10 years with him well you know, it's a like, we had a bargain and b the cap goes up so up and it, it's eleven percent of the cap as it's projected next yeah, year. What does that look well, like? As, it's, as it is now, correct. Let alone next year. Oh, good call. I, so in know. year three, if if he's still out there performing, what if his cap hit is eight point eight percent or nine percent? It, it's a fucking bargain at that point. It, it is, and the thing is, and it, and it might not be a big bargain because he might, you know, his production might drop. So again, not a bargain, but also not a ripoff at the same time. Sure. Um, and I just I. I think that a lot is going to change. Hopefully, there's no lockout. Last thing we need is another damn lockout. It's yeah, going to no, cut into no Ovi's chances of you know doing what we want him to do. Right. But I think one of the things I believe it's after next season, TV deals up, mm-hmm. and you know, hey, I know it's not the NBA, it's not the NFL. They don't get that money, but it will be more. And that's what yes. you know. That's and it's the first time in five, seven years, something like that. that yeah. The contract's been up. That's where the bump's coming from. Yep. So. Agreed. Agreed. So tonight. They play the Devils. Yep. Sam Sonoff's getting his first back-to-back. What yeah. do you make of that? Uh, he is incredibly consistent. He has not disappointed. <laughs> it appears the upside and the uh, uh, the energy that they had for him prior to the season is warranted. Right. He he appears to be very good. But goalies are goalies are strange, man. They're a weird breed. Um, well, he earned it. I mean, that's uh, oh, without question. Said it, reader, whoever said it, and they're they're dead on. And I think the thing here is, you know, this is you, you don't want to see it because you think uh, these guys are, you know, every night they're ready to go, professional. I I think a lot of this. I mean, Holpe hadn't been very good, but it's been fucking awful. If Holpe had the defense in front of him that he had last game, he probably gets that shutout too, or he might give up one. And I think a lot of times, I don't know um, the Caps players or no, all players, not just Caps. When you got a backup, a rookie in there, you always give that little bit extra because you know you don't want to have that guy taking shots. Mm-hmm. I mean, he only faced twenty three shots. 
You know, that, that hadn't happened a lot with this team recently. Especially that, with Carolina, because they, yeah. they come at waves. Yeah. The, so, the, I mean, the, the Caps definitely turned up uh, uh, their intensity, their give-a-shit level last game, because yeah. they pretty much put it on them. Uh, they, they, yeah, they, they completely dominated that first period and never looked back. Like, Carolina was the team that looked disinterested they and looked tired. bored. Yes. And they just didn't, yes. they weren't really ready I agree. to play. I agree. But to Jeremy's point, yes, obviously the guys playing in front of you, what sh- how many shots you face, the quality of shots has everything to do with it. And Samsonov appears to have appears to be getting consistently a little bit better play in front of him. But is that causation or is that correlation? Like, well, why is I that mean, happening? That's not the delta between those two right now. Don't get me wrong. No, it's not. But, I mean, but he's part of it. I hope he's playing like dog shit. He's, he's, he's not right good. Right? If you asked him, he'd say the same thing. Yeah. But he also, we know he can come back. Oh, this him, is so. the same newbie type situation we had where we, you know, let's say this continues into the playoffs. Everybody was, in fact, I was like, yeah, man, put him well, in. He's the hot goalie. And then well, he sits for two games yeah. and then yep. hope he comes back and, Win Stanley Cup for you, so. right? Right, um, and I, I wouldn't shock me if that happened again. It, yeah. it may, you know, no, it's very possible. I don't think there. I, what I what I do think though is it sort of opens the eyes to the other teams to say, well, they just signed Backstrom to this big deal that sort of seals the fate even further of Holtby. We need a goaltender. We want him here. We want him here for the next seven years, and we have room. So maybe they get a a, a call to say, hey, Todd. Um, this is your goalie in the future. You already have your goalie in the future. Hope he's not in your plans. We want him. Um, can we negotiate with him mm-hmm. uh, or his agent under the table without talking to anybody publicly about it and see if we can get a long-term deal? And if we can, are you willing to talk compensation or in the reverse order? Right. You know? Right. But obviously, no one's going to give you adequate compensation for a rental, and you're not yeah. going to take a, that. But I, I do think it just maybe heightens it. From like seven percent to ten percent chance, you know, something like that. But it's 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 interesting. Yeah, I, I you know we've talked about it. I I don't you know I threw out the the crazy off the wall. What if they traded him? I don't think that's going to happen. No, I don't I think they go into I th- the playoffs. I think Jeremy's right. You're basically telling the fan base this isn't the year. Well, yeah, the, no, you're the players. Also, yeah, that that's the players. Now, they, they will go into the playoffs with the two headed monster of Holtby and Simpsonoff, and you hope that they play the hot right. hand, and, which and, is what they should do, and somebody emerges. Um, but uh, uh, the Athletic uh, had a wonderful article, and they said a year ago when Bobrovsky and uh, Vasilevsky in the last two years have right. gotten big deals. Their, their play really hasn't reflected the size of those deals. And they said, at first, you look at it and you go, holy shit, Bob's the first 10 million goalie. Man, this is the way it's going to go. They think it's going to do the opposite. Florida gave him 10 million. Now everybody else is like, um, you can't put that much on. And, he, and the title of the article right here says, elite consistency for goalies is extremely hard to come by, which makes it foolish to earmark a large chunk of the salary cap pie for one. You have to think, though, he's getting 10 million a year. Who Holpe? Holpe. Probably, uh, pro- uh, probably not. If he's well, if his save percentage at the end of the year has an eight in front of it. Oh uh, well, yeah, uh, yeah, but, but, it, but his track record. Yeah, if it does, but I, I that would surprise me. It would point. surprise me, but if he does, nobody's going to trade for him. That's for damn sure. Exactly. I mean, <laughs> but, um, no, yeah, I. You're right about that. Yeah, but uh, you know, it's. I don't think you're going to see. Oh, the next one's getting twelve. That's for sure. Like, like you see with NFL quarterbacks, right? You're not going to see that because I really think goalie is a little, a little more like NFL running back. Not that they're dime a dozen, but the, again, the delta is not that great. If you get a number one legit starter, that's enough to carry your team. He doesn't have to be the top three. He's got to be up the top fifteen, and a good team in front of him can go a long way. 
That's, That's a good point. That's a good point. Oh, I, I think the Caps would be foolish to pay anything around that and sacrifice. Oh, the Caps aren't going to pay him. I, I, there, unless his market completely crashes and he, and he comes back for the sa- exact same money, forget even cap hit and percentage, same money, there's no way he's back here. Right. Yeah, I just, Zero. I, I just don't think it Which happens. Which does lend to the trade talk, but it's just... You know, I, well, I just, I, well, like like Jerry said, maybe it's one of those things where w- once our season is done and our yeah. playoff run is done, then do you go, hey, by the way, well, that that you know, issues, I would say that's better than fifty. We'll, we'll, we'll give you a happens. conditional fifth round yeah. pick, and you get to you get you get first dibs yeah. on negotiating with well, him. Well, that happens right. almost every you know, year. I mean, right? I don't know if it was flurry, but it's it's happened a bunch of times. It, it has happened many times, and I could definitely see that yeah, that I can see. you know playing out. Um, but anybody in the fan base that has visions of grandeur and thinks that Holpe is one of the staples a la Ovechkin-Backstrom that's going to be here for another five years. I don't think that that's the case. And mainly, I, I wouldn't even say because of performance. I would say because everything you just said about not paying that money for a goalie. Right. That's not what this team needs. Mm-mm. Mainly because of Sam Sonoff and, heck, even you know Copley and, and Vanasek, they're, they're NHL players. Yes. Now, no, I don't want those two this year in the playoffs unless there's an injury. I, you know, I want Holtby there too. But after the season, you can't pay him what he's going to get paid somewhere else. That's all yep. there is to it. So they got Jersey tonight and then New York Islanders before the break. Mm-hmm. I hope they can remain focused. They have like a break break. They don't even have a break. They, they must have their, their other break right in front of the All-Star break. They do. Because they got like yeah. nine they days nine off nine days off. Like so I hope they take Now, what it are we going to do with ourselves? Well, I'm going to be bored as fuck. I hope they... Watch the Terps I, lose. Yeah, well, <laughs> I'm hoping the Caps, you know, get some fucking gumption about them and take care of business. You know, just to send a message. Right. Because they look like shit against last time against the Devils and the Islanders. Yeah, no, they need to they need to play whatever they did to to, you know, become more engaged, to play faster and to and to put the pressure on the other team like they did to Carolina the other night. That formula has to happen tonight. Did you, you know were you guys surprised at the amount of coaches that are let go this year in the NHL? That's is that on is that in-season changes is crazy. So it has always been a high turnover league. I mean, everybody – so in the NHL, and correct me if I'm wrong, Jeremy, but all else being equal, almost every coach runs a similar system. There's only so many different ways you can play based on personnel, yeah. and the, how you approach the room and get those guys to buy in is everything. And that message tends to get stale after a very short period of time. Well, and it's it's one of these where it's like it's like you know the person that goes to the bar and has two drinks and they're fine, and the third drink they're face down. It's like it it goes downhill. I've never been there. Well, why are you talking about me? Yeah. <laughs> it goes downhill really fast. At ten o'clock, like you're, you're fine, you're fine, you're fine. Smack, you know, and then, and that's what happens with locker rooms. It, it surprised me that a guy who was that successful that fast is gone this fast. Um, are you talking about Gallant? I'm talking about Gallant. Sorry, yeah, sorry. Yeah. But do you but, think um, it's who is available? Part of it. But I, I think that there was a disconnect there between him and the room or him and management that were like, you know what, this, why wait till the end of the season? Why wait till next season? Let's just, you know, rip the Band-Aid off and go. I because, wonder if there was yeah. some story there, though. You know, yeah, because you that, that's happening a lot. Like people it are is. mean when well, they were younger and they were bullies yeah. when they were younger. And, right. Because right. well, that's what came out of Montgomery afterwards. He basically was just a drunk and was like, I needed help and I needed to step away from the mm-hmm. game. You know, but also to Todd's point, yeah, there's probably what maybe four or five at most different NHL systems. Maybe we're only two or three. Absolutely, and most so, of yeah, them are a crossover of one another. So but it is the room. I mean, because yep. Ron Wilson, he said it 20 years ago. He said three or four years max for yep. most coaches. Well, so. I shot you that stat in our uh, group text, Jerry. Todd Reardon 
only has a year and a half under his belt as a head coach, and he's in the top half of the league in terms of I wonder of if he's been mean to anybody. We can get rid of him and get tor- tor- Torts. Well, he's never, he's never mean to anybody. So. Oh, I, I can't um, believe Torts hadn't been fired because, you know, that does, that guy's done some shit in the past. <laughs> <laughs> you know? <laughs> How is that guy still You know job? what, though? You're right. It's like the hockey Me Too movement now. It is. You yep. know? Yeah. And uh, Somebody you're going to see a lot. To me. Yep, you're going to see a bunch of other uh, attrition as, as a result of this, for better or worse. Unless you're, you know, coach it. Penn State and when everything's cool. Um, so, uh, so I'm, not, I'm not going to go on that rant yeah, tonight. I'm in, I'm in a good mood. Last thing I'll say about you know the, the Vegas situation is you know they have basically based on what you know sort of Jerry just said is like there's got to be a story. Now I mean they could be covered up. Obviously that's the thing. like just to, just to get in front of it. There is no story. We just needed to move on. Well once mm-hmm. once he's gone, so, there's no reason to tell the story. No, but you figure right. it's probably going to come out. Yeah, so, yeah. you know, why would you even bother saying it if there is one? I don't well, know. Well, his camp didn't seem terribly surprised or upset by it either. So, uh, if it was mutual and he knew, knows something about it, he's probably protecting his own reputation. Yeah, let's get out of the You know, let's just be done now. I love, I love idle speculation with absolutely no facts whatsoever. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's what like your favorite. Completely, it's it's completely circumstantial. I'm pretty sure that's your favorite pastime. It's <laughs> just, you know, they're getting rid of coaches every two weeks in NHL. And I think. Uh, Todd Ridge is next, and we're bringing Torts in. You heard it here first, guys. In his sweater vest. Jerry, speculating with absolutely zero base. Zero basis. That's <laughs> when I make my best arguments. Listen, people, I don't read. So speaking of the coaching carousels and such, it is the opposite in college basketball. In college basketball, all you have to Shit, do let's make Reardon coach the, is coach the Terps. <laughs> recruit. If you can recruit and your uh, program is relatively clean, you pretty much have a job for life. And uh, we are in the midst of a Mark Turgeon season here at Maryland. Um, I'm not going to Turgeon bash because I think we did that last time. I I am simply going to say this. I'm simply going to say this. Without question, the most talented team this school has seen, not just him, but the school has seen in so long. I'm negative on that. I mean, not since the the, the Dixon... Byron Mouton. And these guys have more clout than those guys did when, you know. Oh, man. And... They, who's the gun runner? What was his name? Lonnie Baxter. Lonnie, Lonnie Baxter. Dude, that guy was a beast. He was, and he wasn't even the top front line guy. Nope. Chris Wilcox. Chris I mean, you Wilcox. Had so many NBA players on that team. Jesus. You arguably have a ton of NBA players on this team, and yeah, right, no gun runners. And right now, uh, so they're up to four losses. I know it's not the end of the world. Three and three in the Big Ten. Three when and we, three when in the Big we Ten. We all thought at the beginning that if they lost five all year, it was bad. Now. I will I will play devil's advocate real quick because I am not because fucking happy. Because you are optimistic, Tom. I know. Go ahead. I am not happy. However, I thirteen and four is not fucking good enough for this team. I'm sorry. Is that harsh? Yes. It's not good enough. Sorry. You're not saying anything that's surprising or wrong. However, the whole Big Ten is a fucking wreck right now, and no one is running away with it. And Everyone's beating everybody. Didn't a bunch of top five or ten teams lose over the yes. weekend? Yeah, and it happens, losers. and I get it. And in the same night I was pissed about Maryland, fucking Duke goes on the road and loses to Clemson. So they haven't I get lost, it. I have, get they, it. have they lost to a team that has been in the top 25, that is currently in the top 25? I know Penn State had a flirtation with it, but it's not like they're losing to the Michigan State teams right. or Michigan. You know, or Ohio State. To me, that's a cause for almost optimism because they seem to play well when the game is going well. When they're at home. And when they're so that tournament when they when they rolled when they rolled Marquette at that Orlando tournament, that's when I thought this team is that good. Right. This this is as good as we were hoping. And you saw glimpses You're right. That was the one. Right. And then you saw glimpses (laughs) of it against 
Um, that was the Syracuse football game. Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> like this is legit. We're yeah, seriously. Good, good call. Um, <laughs> no shit. Uh, it feels like a <laughs> lifetime ago. Could you remember how happy we were? On God, that? we were so excited. Uh, but we, even with that, they probably lose less games than the football team did. So, uh, probably. Um, well, we'll see. I mean, we'll it's, see. It's gonna be close. So, so with all that being said, I get it. The college basketball landscape, the the, the front runners aren't just rolling thirty and two anymore. They're they're having four or five, six losses. Maryland's already up to four losses. We thought, and they haven't six, played the tough ones, right? We thought six to eight losses is probably where they're going to be. That means they have very little wiggle room from here on out. Well, they have little wiggle room if they want if they want to go where we thought they were going to go. You know, double by top four seed in the tournament, all that kind of stuff. But you know that that may maybe they're just maybe they aren't that good. But I, I still think that they I think that their ceiling is still where it is. But the problem is their floor has dropped. That, their floor has thing. dropped. All right. So real quick, let's get into the referee part of it. Without question, let's just be unbiased for a second. It was a complete shit show on both ends of the court. It was fucking terrible. You have it was awful. People who blame referees for losses are losers. Yep. I'm not blaming them for the loss because you know what? Maryland still put up 54 points. And that's, yes. That's a bowl of shit. Yes. That's bowl a bowl of, of shit. shit with however, offensive fucking firepower. However, when the game is in, literally a, a call can change the game. And when you had three different calls down the stretch that were all over social media, everybody's going, what the fuck is wrong with these guys? That's yeah. a problem. And it's a two-point game. So, I mean, of course, you know, uh, if I'm a player in a team, never blame referees. You just don't do it. That's, nope. You, you got to be better. And as a fan, I, I, I can't feel that way because I'm watching these assholes go down and fuck things up every five minutes. Well, Jeremy, if you ever came um, out in any sport of any kind and said, damn, the refs did a good job that time, I'm going to ask you if you need a paramedic or something. <laughs> there has never been a loss that has happened by any of your teams where you haven't gone, fuck that referee. You know what, though? Well, no, Furlan's consistent because he doesn't do it in the wind well, here, either. Because we want to spite those assholes. He does. <laughs> I think my text rant would have been better if they had won. So I was all ready to say, despite these Effing moron! What did I say? Effing? What are these fucking morons? Maryland still won the damn game. And that's what I was ready to type, and I was like, "Oh, Jesus Christ!" You know, so. you know what bothers me. What bothers you, Jerry? What bothers me is that well, we've talked about under Turgeon, uh, and you know, all my Maryland fans, like uh, beside you guys, that's this is the maddest they've ever been. Yeah, I mean, uh, Jim, my partner Jim. He, he he is the most optimistic guy. He, he said, is. I fire his ass right now. Dude, he is a loyal, yeah. loyal Terp, man. And, you know, Mitch has been strangely quiet. He usually doesn't get wrapped up. Oh, he's been texting me. He's, the, he's not happy. He's not happy. Against Wisconsin, they have one dude that can beat you. Yep. 34. Yep. Right? And for some reason, in the yeah, inbound the play. The Davidson guy was the one that didn't kill us in the yeah. end. But the Which is not, was not 34. Well, whomever the white kid is that was jumping up and down and pounding his chest, and I want to punch him square in the face. He's a very punchable face. Yeah. Yes. Um, but anyway, they, they run an inbounds play with Cowan trapped in the corner. I know. Why? I know. He's going to get the ball, put him at the, in the middle. Like, I'm, not, I'm not saying like I know what to do, but that seems pretty – when you give him more room, you don't leave him in a space. Well, then when the ball gets hit back, which was a good call, the ball hit him out of bounds, right? Then you have, they have one dude that's going to shoot the ball. And you don't double him. You you just you get picked off of him. You know, it's just like how – why can't you see what we're all seeing? Right. You know, I mean, even the announcers who are morons most of the time <laughs> will say, okay, watch out for that guy. This guy getting the ball like, oh, no shit, right? And then I don't know how you don't have a defense set up better than that. I don't know how your offensive thing. But the biggest thing is they can't freaking score. And they have scorers. It, it, it is staggering to me that they go, and Jeremy called it, 
every team in the country is going to go in those little three, four-minute spells where they turn the ball over a bunch of times, they can't get a stop on defense, they can't hit the side of the barn, and you're like, oh, my God. And then it flips back, and they have a nice little spell where you know they get a couple N1s, guy hits a three from the corner and writes the ship. Our spells are like eight, nine, and ten minutes it's, long. It's amazing. Three times in the game for five minutes, we can't score. It's like, ugh. It's, it's so fucking frustrating. I will say this, and we just had this conversation in the first segment about hockey coaches losing the room. I don't think Turgeon loses the room because college is so different. I think the guys really respect him and like him. But we have he's, uber, uber talented guys that can score. They're playing like they got a diamond up their ass. Yeah, they are just, so tight. There's just That's him. There's That's just coaching. something about him that he doesn't maximize the potential of their team. They don't play with this reckless abandon that you goddamn know that know. Wiggins and Cowan and Smith just like, fuck it. Leave us alone. We're going to run up and down the court, and we're going to put up 80 points because they can. Well, I'm going to go. I mean, I agree with that, but a little bit different track is it seems to me like they, when they don't play well, it just, it snowballs. Why? They're too good for that. Why can't you just, you know, come out and recover? They're not used to winning. They've won won plenty of games. But but, but they're not used to it, so it's like um, quicksand, right? Little so, bit. So when I, things yeah. start to turn bad, they just suspect yeah. them to keep going bad. When they can't shoot, when they're not shooting well, they can't seem to get themselves out of it. Well, they're and, used to it. And, and there's a lack of a, a calm presence on the sidelines. It's interesting because Turgeon's not a yeller and a screamer, but he looks he looks tense right now. Mm-hmm. I think he's put pressure on himself. He sees the pressure from afar from the pundits. He knows how good this team is, and they're not playing as well as they are. And I think he's internalizing that. Well, that's the worst thing you can do. You've got to relax. You've got to let them play the sport that they love, and you've got to encourage them to be themselves. And if if they're going to play tight and turn it over fifteen times, they may as well play loose and turn it over eighteen times. Exactly. No, I agree with that completely. You know. But the best the best thing going for them is that the Big Ten is not very good. Exactly. Right. Yep. The worst thing that's going for them is the fact that they can't seem to win on the road and they can't score. So if they lose <laughs> two big two, yeah. two key items, so in if basketball. they go five hundred over the next. Ugh. I mean, that's going to be like 10 losses, right? Or, or 10 or, I mean, and that's just unacceptable. It's just not That's going to get you what? Like a 9, 10, Ugh. 11 seed? Fuck. And then Fuck. You're, then you're going to have to play some up and down team who has no fear and a bunch of seniors. You know? Jerry, now I'm getting pissed off. God wait, wait, damn it. What was about loser talk earlier? Jesus Christ, dude. <laughs> dude I mean, loser? look, first of all, I am the worst fan of any team ever. I thought that was established. Yeah. All right, here's the next five. Yeah. Here's the next five from Maryland. All right. Uh, Purdue at home. Okay. At Northwestern. Yep. At Indiana. Yep. Iowa at home. Uh, retribution game. Rutgers at home. Four and one. They need to go four and one. I'm not saying they will. Yeah. I'm yeah. saying they need to. They need to go four. I agree with yeah, you. We did the same thing before the, um, God, whoever the hell it was, Wisconsin game. I think I said three and two for that five. Well, we got our loss, so that means, yes, four and one. Yeah, we got to go four and one. So you just got to get a win away. Yep. Just maybe just well, just start yeah. with one. Mm-hmm. You know, just get well, one at Northwestern. You need a couple, and then one at India. Yeah, I don't think they're going to go five hundred in conference the rest of the way or whatever. They're going to do better than that. Maybe not a lot better than that. But again, they threw the stat out there. It was what like six road wins for the season or some shit like that for Big Ten teams in conference. It's, it's just like disappointing, man. It's there's very none. disappointing. So I mean, you know, it's, it's very disappointing. You hate it, but, but you know what? I got to put everybody's my big, doing it. It's I got to okay. put my big boy pants on. I got to realize that West Virginia is pretty good. They are good. And, uh, you know, I mean, I got a good life, even though Mark <laughs> Turgeon is a disappointment. <laughs> and the Caps are a disappointment right now. And 
The Redskins the are What the fuck are you joke? talking about? We just said how, how well they played the other night. Backstrom's locked well, up. Well, let's see if they can do it twice in a row with all the Russians. Let's go, <laughs> Russians. <laughs> hey, key Russians in the net, Samsonov. Let's go, boys. Yeah. All right. All right. So let, let's stick with the college theme real quick, and um, and we'll go we'll go national for a second because college football championship game Monday night. Wow. Boy, LSU. If that's not the New Orleans Saints you're watching. Holy I mean, shit. It, look, all those crass, crossing routes. and. Well, I mean, the offense came from... So, so I, I, I will yeah, say this. Saying, I'm going to go ahead and toot my own horn a little bit. I almost called that score perfectly. You almost did. I said 42-21, and they're going to win going away. I had a vision, um, and my vision was freaking wrong. <laughs> you scared me with your vision. You were like, I have a vision. I Clemson just, by 10. I don't know why. Fuck. I had an epiphany that I was like, you know, I think the kid from uh, Clemson is better than the kid from LSU, and I think he's going to show it. He's never lost. You're talking about Lawrence versus yeah, Burrow? He yeah. might be the best college quarterback in the history of football. If he if he wins that game, 26-0, two national championships in his first two years yep. against studs. Yeah, wasn't his last ever. loss like as a sophomore in high school? Yeah, yes. Like you know? that. I mean, well, that's nuts. And then they got out, and I was like 17-7. I'm mm. looking good. Yep. And then LSU put their starters in, Holy and it was freaking shit. rolling after that. One of the things interesting to me is that we may have just witnessed the best season in college football history from Amazing. Joe Burrow. We could still witness the best career in history next year if – they come back, win a championship, yep. which they're loaded in yeah. favorites. So that they could are. be that could be a hell of a, well, a two-year run there for his Here's fans. Here's the deal with Clemson, right? i got to give Dabo all the credit in the world yes. because that guy's a class motherfucker. Oh, yeah. He lost that game with such class. I was so impressed. He knew in that in that second half when, when they just – they weren't going to come back and win that game. Maybe they were going to get a shit touchdown or a field goal late, but they weren't going to win that game. He had that sense of calm, and it was kind of like, guys, we're good. They're fucking better than we are. <laughs> kind of like if if yeah. if you got him twenty years from now and, and you say what do you think he'd be like dude we wouldn't be we wouldn't have beat them in a million years that's how fucking good they that, were they they are they're, they they are a special team uh, uh, like a historic team incredible and to think Ed Orgeron was the coach of that team that guy well he's, I mean he's hilarious I, I, what I, a meathead I want to see how they do <laughs> next. first of all Odell Beckham go fuck yourself don't start <laughs> handing money out to people <laughs> what a shit what show a after the game shit that guy is anyway um, <laughs> so we, if he needs a lawyer Jerry will help him out he's you know <laughs> <laughs> he gets somebody better than me um, I want to see how you they can, do you can defend somebody from smacking somebody's ass right <clears throat> <laughs> I heard about us, right? That, right? Yeah. He, he oh, was charged with a Oh no, no, um, yeah. simple assault. No, it got it got rescinded. Yeah, it was so stupid. I saw the video of yeah, it. The it same was, guy who yeah. was telling him to put their cigars out. What a dumbass! Yeah, by that the way. Guy, I mean, it's a security guard, man. Just relax. Whatever. Anyway, um, but first of all, if I was Cincinnati, I would have offered a chest of money <laughs> to the LSU offensive coordinator to come be my offensive coordinator because yeah. you're drafting Joe Burrow. You obviously have tremendous chemistry with him. Right. I would have said, and he, he's obviously wanting to go to the pros because he just went to Carolina. Mm-hmm. I'd be like, man, what do you want? Right. Well, we're getting your boy. Right. It's your offense. So I don't know why they didn't do that, if they even tried, because they're morons in Cincinnati. But my thoughts of the game were this. There was so much talent on that field. Uh, unreal. Yeah, it, was, it, was, it was a pro game. Yeah, it, was. I mean, it, was, it was watching pro-level and football. I so love the linebacker for Clemson. He's Amazing. Simmons. Simmons. <laughs> oh, my God. He's Jack Del Rio says, amazing. what we need on defense, most of all, and by the way, he threw Minuski under the bus and said, <laughs> these guys didn't even know where to line up most of the time. He said, you watch the film. You can see them talking yeah, before the ready. <laughs> yeah, They don't know who to get. They don't know what coverage they're in. They're not communicating, which is coaching. Mm-hmm. But anyway, he said, our, the biggest thing we need 
is speed. Hmm. You can't get that. I mean, he is the prototypical new linebacker. Dude. Did you, you see in the first half, and probably in the second half, I sort of fell asleep, but in the first half, he went, he went every <laughs> 10 o'clock. He went everywhere Moss went. All all Simmons did was yes. line up over Moss. Yep. And, you know, Moss is very athletic. Did he have two touchdowns? But, but his catches were down. I mean, what do, what do you do when you blitz? You can't right. cover and blitz. But he lined up over him and took him out of the game in the first half. Um that his, guy's amazing. No, no, you, you called it. His speed for how big he is is so impressive. Now, he's not the biggest guy. No. But well, he, he plays safety and linebacker. I know. And he just he looks he's like, like that Deontay guy, Deontay Topkins. No, not Deontay Smith or something. That, that Jones or whatever that plays, the hybrid yep. the the uh, nickel. He okay. used to play for Arizona, then he got traded. Yeah. He's, yeah, yeah, yeah. He's apparently the prototypical. Yep. Good against the run, can cover all the tight ends. Yeah, no. He's he's one of those guys that he just makes you salivate if you're a pro defensive coordinator because it, that that's a moving part and piece and you've got a chess piece that somebody else doesn't right. well, have. Here, here's you know? here's what I see when I when I'm the Redskins right. I see. I still see Chase Young. Well, of continue. course you do, of course, because he's he's uh, amazing, right? But you also see this kid's amazing. Right? He really and is. Speed. He really is, and he's going to be impactful. And you see the corner from Ohio State who's, I'm sure, going to test off the charts with speed, and yep. he's just a badass, right? Yep. So if you're sitting there and you have Chase Young at a 7.1 and you have this guy Simmons at a 7 and you have uh, the cornerback at a 7, um, obviously all things being equal, if no one gives you a trade package that is overwhelming, um, a la Miami, then you draft Chase Young. Yep. But if they say we're going to give you, you know, a boatload of picks, RG three level, oh RG three level, boatload yep. of picks where you can get I four yeah. starters. Right now, you can trade back to five. Miami's going to take Tua mm-hmm. to go, so that's two. So yep. now you're you're going to get Chase Young, the corner, or Simmons. Yep, yep. and you get starters in rounds two, oh, one well, and two. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Well, well, you got to get a second because as compensation, well, you got like to you get, you get a second and a third. Correct. Plus the one. Correct. As because right now they don't have a second. Right. Um, Jerry ruins everything for me because <laughs> now that's Is all that I you want or my wife. Yeah, well, <laughs> maybe I'll be your future ex-wife. Who knows? But anyway. Oh, things have yeah. gone downhill. If that's oh, <laughs> Jesus Christ. Things veered. Fuck are we talking about? I went on way too many fucking cruises. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I mean, this that's what I want to happen. That's thats what I'm saying is now that we've talked about this, it was your idea, and I'm 100% on board with it. And I'd be just as happy to get Chase. Don't get me wrong. Love the kid. I think he's going to be a superstar. But this team just needs so much. Exactly. So many I, players. I think that they can get, now again, can, not will, they can get three starters <laughs> instead of one. That's all I'm thinking about. That's all I want to see, and that's what, that's what I want to see happen. But Del Rio... Everywhere he goes, the first thing he does is he gets, gets an elite edge rusher, edge rusher and yep. one is available to you. Yep. He knows the best way to to make an immediate impact is to let them play fast, yeah. physical, and get to the quarterback. I mean, unless you – know, Blow shit up. The, the stats, I mean, per game, uh, Chase Young has more stats than almost anybody in the history of football. Well, you it's incredible. The, the kid, was it from Iowa? Was it like SPM? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. He's, a, he's a big physical well, kid, but where, he's not nearly the okay. pass rusher. Okay. Top 15. Top ten, top fifteen, and the kid from Penn State's a first rounder too. Oh yeah, no, he's know, legit. I mean, they have they have other players, but I'm just saying. Well, let's say let's say whatever happens, I don't think it's going to happen. But Burrow goes uh, is not drafted by Cincinnati, so mm-hmm. he's sitting there. Right now, you either have to prepare, and the Redskins need to prepare for all scenarios. So now you now you're like, well, fuck, how long? How much do I really like Dwayne Haskins? Because mm. maybe you're trading Dwayne Haskins for a second, mm. and you draft Burrow. And I only say this. 
Kyle Smith is the new GM, whatever you want to call it. Right. He's a vice president, but he's in charge of all player personnel, and he had Haskins as a third-round grade last year. Hmm. So Interesting. He was not a huge fan. Now, that could have been because Jay Gruden needed to win now, and it could have been that everybody – I thought Haskins played reasonably well. He certainly didn't embarrass himself. He, he acquitted himself just but fine. everybody, everybody, Scott Turner, Ron Rivera, everybody's sending him a message. You better fucking be here this offseason. You better be here first and last. You better be a fucking leader. Because if you're going to fuck around and go to the Bahamas for half the time and just and, and show up every once in a while. On Danny Boy's yacht. <laughs> yeah, you are not. That, that's not the guy we want, and you're not right. our guy. So right. I hope he's really fucking taking it to heart that I got to put my time in. I got to do the nine to five thing. I hope so too. Because if he don't, I wouldn't be surprised if they went in a different direction. Ron hmm. Rivera has absolutely no fucking loyalty to that guy. He has he has no loyalty to anyone in the building, no. and he's showing that this is his uh, this is his gig, and he's gonna he's gonna ride or die, you know, yeah, with, with him, way, way, you know. Yeah. Um, so speaking of other teams in the league. Uh, pretty fucking exciting game on uh, Sunday evening, huh? Oh, Holy shit! So, in the in the aftermath of the Baltimore loss that we <laughs> lamented uh, on the last episode, um, boy, did the Chiefs come out ass on fire in the in the second quarter and beyond. So, I was so excited about the the Texans. So we were it was twenty four nothing when we wrapped up our pod and we separated and went our separate ways on Sunday. And by the time I got dinner and got home, it was twenty four twenty one. And then after right. that, it was just an ass kicking the other direction. They were they were ahead by the time I turned the game back on. Un fucking believable. I think Baltimore would have had their hands full with the Chiefs. The Chiefs, when they are on, they may be the best team in football, dude. But we talk about you know bad decisions by Harbaugh, things <laughs> like that the week before. Jesus Christ! Way not to go, go, Bill O'Brien! Not going for it, and then doing the fake punt. Those are the two most back assword decisions I've ever seen. I don't mind not going for it because at that point they well, were fine. in flux. Don't do both not but go the, for but it. The, the fake punt, fake is, punt. The punt that's was horrible, unforgivable. That, that's where you're saying we have no chance if we don't score every yeah. time now. Yeah. No, he he panicked with a 24 to seven lead, <laughs> and instead of that lead dissipating over the course of the game, it dissipated in about three possessions. And that white dude, Lorenzo or whatever his name oh is, that made my all those tackles. God. I hope he went out to the strip clubs that night because man, he was <laughs> he made tackles on the uh, he saved. It was the only one there. Yes, saved the punt thing. Then he got the turnover on the special teams. Dude, that guy had a game too. Yeah, I mean, that's, was, that, was, that's was, his game. What's he's that? Sorensen? Sorensen? Yeah. yeah, he's going to remember that game for the rest of his life, dude. I've never heard of that guy. No. He was fucking amazing. Yeah. yeah. Hey, maybe he was all roided he's up gonna or something. Our, he's going to be our Troy Ak- Akby, <laughs> who, by the way, rated out the highest safety on the Redskins. Really? Yeah. I didn't know he played safety. <laughs> huh, interesting. Yeah. No. I don't think he made a play as a safety. No. It would be amazing if he teams. has a game like that next year. So, <laughs> so NFL Final Four, it's always exciting. <clears throat> so this Sunday, you've got, uh, you've got the Chiefs and the Titans. Chiefs. I, I don't think that game's going to be close, right? Chiefs big, yeah. Um, yep. I mean, unless unless Vrabel works up some some oh, some more magic. Fuck. I hope those fuckers that sat in front of me at the Tennessee game. I hope I hope they're there and they waste a thousand dollars a ticket and they get blown out. <laughs> and then their car has a flat tire on the way home. <laughs> fuck you guys. You know who you are if you're listening. <laughs> yeah, Jerry didn't like you guys very much. Yeah, um, I mean. The fuck? Well, that's a good reason to root for the Chiefs right there. So yeah, I really so. didn't care the way. No, I'll root for the Chiefs. Wings, right. beers, and tears all in on the Chiefs <laughs> as retribution <laughs> for Jerry. Way, by the way, uh, I saw this uh, thing on Facebook that said Pat Mahomes. Who knew Pat Mahomes was Darlene from Roseanne? <laughs> and there's a picture side by side, and that's they do look good. They do look the same. That's fucking great. Uh, so Chiefs, I think, win going away. Right, right. I, th- I would think so. Hey, Tennessee's had a wonderful run. 
good uh, little Cinderella story, so to speak. But uh, uh, you, they can't score more than 17 to 20 points, and the Chiefs are going to score that many in a quarter you if they think. want to. So uh, yeah. I oh. think that that game is... I want to see a Chiefs-Niners. Hey, man, so Niners-Packers, that's a good game in the NFC. I'd like to see, I'd like to see Aaron Rodgers. I, I, know he's kind of a I know he's kind of a douche, and I know he's... It's fine. Yeah, but whatever. I, I'd like to Everybody's see him. He's a douche. But I don't. I, I'm with Jeremy though. If I, I, I think the 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 physicality of San Francisco. See, is, San Francisco's D against Kansas City's O yeah. intrigues me. Um, but I, I think the Packers can bring it offensively as well. I'm just I'm afraid if it's KC and and the 49ers and the 49ers don't make plays early in that game. I mean, that, that game could be 17-0 in the first quarter, and there's no way San Fran's coming back. No, they, they play with, from ahead. Not with Jimmy G. No, they play, you know? they play from ahead. Yep. You're right about that. But, so, they, but they're just But so it, could be, it could be a chess match early, and it could be one of those nail-biters. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I just want to see a good competitive Super Bowl that doesn't I, suck. I think, I think if, I mean, if, if the Titans are in the Super Bowl, I'm going to slip my wrist. But <laughs> I think if Kansas City goes, that's a good draw, and I think either of the NFC teams is a good marquee draw. Which will make for an entertaining Super Bowl, and yeah. thank God the Patriots aren't in it. I feel like someone just say, "Please don't do that, Jerry." <laughs> I, obviously, I would never. Slip. I'm too much of a wimp. <laughs> <laughs> the Razor scare There's you? No chance. I can't. You see, I went to go get a tattoo uh, one time with my. I was gonna put my girl's initials on it. In fact, you know this because I you gave me the referral. That's right. And had everything set up, and then I chickened out. And it was <laughs> that was just like initials. It wasn't even like a big tattoo. You're like, wait, I bleed? I'm like, yes. It's a needle going into your body. You're like, fuck oh, that. No. Fuck that shit, man. Not I don't, I don't man, I love my girls, but not that much. You know? <laughs> so, I bleed for them. <laughs> <laughs> bleed my own blood. Uh, so, NFL. You have them get tattoos your initials. <laughs> my, my daughter, you, you have to answer this question for me. She want, she's sixth grade, so this is completely reasonable. She wants to get her hair dyed at the salon and it, she, it's going to be like two three hundred bucks and i'm like absolutely not what color i have no idea but that's not <laughs> i don't care about the color it's not it's the money 200 bucks i said i'll take you can go get your hair washed and did you drop 200 bucks on a ravens ticket and you only watched it from that's your seat for, for me <laughs> okay. that's for me fair enough fair enough <laughs> i'm i'm not insane i was a good dad i just said that was a dad what if she I'm wants not. to go ravens purple no well they lost <laughs> losers i'm back to being a risk fan the off season that's right. So she's burgundy and gold. <laughs> no, I don't know. I don't know what she wants to do. But I'll, this is what I know is going to happen, right? She's going to get her hair dyed. Then she's not going to like it, and so she's going to want it back in the same color. That's another two hundred. So it's like five hundred bucks <laughs> to correct the mistake that I know is going to happen, which is why I say no. And now she says she's not coming to see me anymore. When you when you <laughs> when you uh, st- tell the story full circle, I can see that exact scenario. That's exactly playing. what's yeah. going to happen. It's only happened like fifteen times before that. <laughs> You know, she gets it. She doesn't like it. Her mom says, "Ooh, that's ugly." And then she, then I, then I got to pay for the mistake fix. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh well. Yeah. Well, anyway, take, take so I died, So we digress. Well, so next week, if if P has uh, dyed hair, I I know who won that battle. <laughs> well, that's that's a good chance you probably will. <laughs> I see. I say that story to all all girls, even even Holly. It's like, well, she needs to get her hair done. She's done it all. I was like, well. Why is nobody on my side? I'm like <laughs> the rational one. Let's here. just hey, let's hope she does and hope she likes it, and then that's it. That's right. <sighs> What, what if she does it and it's fabulous Loser. and it's amazing? And fucking refs. I know. <laughs> fucking referees. Fucking referees. Fucking Chuck Norris. So we can uh we can move into uh some more national news now. Uh that we do it. Let's do it. Uh, uh 
very rarely do we want to talk baseball, even in season, let even alone. With, even with our home team. Yeah, wins the World Series. Yeah, we're World the fucking Series. World Series champs, and we don't even want to talk baseball. The only thing I like about the Nats is they intentionally no, didn't pitch. Conspiracy theory 101s are yeah. done. Not a fucking conspiracy. It's they, truth. They beat the cheaters. Hopefully, they didn't cheat themselves. Well, oh, yeah. I'm, 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 I'm dreading that. I'm dreading that. So, For now. So every sport has has its fallouts Jesus when Christ. um you know when when you get caught it's it's not who who else was cheating it's who else got caught cheating right everybody steals signs in their own way whether it's football baseball uh, and inbounds playing basketball. Everybody's trying to figure out what the other team's doing. Except turds, they don't bother stealing. Well, that's true. Plays. They only have like two inbounds plays at Maryland anyway. Um, and they both get <laughs> it's a turnover each time, so it doesn't fucking matter. Um, but. So in baseball, the the Houston Astros have been the darling story as they were worst in the league in the early 2010s. They presumably had built the organization the right way from the ground up, had a honeymoon of, of a ride to win the World Series a couple years ago, got back to the World Series this past year. We know what happened. Our Nats took them down, thank God. And it has since come out that not only were they using technology to steal signs, Players were wearing uh, devices. Allegedly, hey, maybe. Still allegedly, at this allegedly, place, but, but all looks signs pre- looks pretty good. It, that, yeah, uh, the 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 digging here has gone way beneath the surface, and it appears to be um, uh, it, this this story appears to have legs, and they're going to run for a long time. The question is how how vast is this cheating scandal? We've already seen two managers who were part three. of that organization. Three, right, three managers part of that organization no longer working. Right. I mean, this is this is a big fucking story. When the when the Astros were up in Game Six to close it out, or going into Game Six to close it out, there was an article in the paper that said AJ Hinch is the greatest manager in the history of baseball, based on how he had resurrected the Astros right. and the performance he mm-hmm. had done. And since that time, he's lost Game Six, Game Seven. And been fired, and you know been suspended as well. So quite a uh, the, 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 you can't the bottom of, dropped yeah. out there fast. And, and I and I don't know if he's even touchable. Well, that's that's just it. A lot of times, and I'm not making this comparison in terms of the events, but Durkin, for example, was part of a really bad situation at Maryland. The dust settled. They went their separate ways. He's already coaching again, albeit in a minor capacity. But but the guy's a legit coach or whatever. I mean, this is the kind of thing where Hinch and the GM, do they ever work again in baseball? Well, Hinch, I mean, do they get a little bit of the Pete Rose treatment from from within? I, I don't know. I, Hinch, I actually think, go ahead, Dre. Hinch is gone. Cora is gone out of Boston. And today the Beltran. Mets got rid of Beltran. So yep. those are three dudes that were associated with it. And Major League Baseball, um, for as heavy as the penalties sounded, I think it was extremely light. I thought it was very light. And the other Major League Baseball teams, the owners are pissed yep. that this happened. Mm-hmm. Because did you see the statement from the Dodgers? It was like, um, we are something, something with the World Series, but we have been told by the commissioner we can't comment. I mean, it's basically just a fuck you. Yep. You know, this is bullshit. Yeah, we, we, we got it taken care of. But, Silence. And, and they also, they don't, they... There's stuff with the players' union, so they couldn't really go after the exact players and suspend them for what they no, did, least, which is kind of yet, but right. But they they do not. I think baseball so fragile anyway right now in terms of its relevance. I completely agree that they can't afford a huge like 
white sock or black socks type scandal, you know, or something like that. So mm-hmm. I think they they it's like they investigated, but they don't really want to know. It's it's and they 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 gave a punishment that seems illusory and seems like it's a big deal, right? But in the grand scheme of things, I mean, Houston, I mean, what the owner did was just fired everybody immediately, came out and said, okay, it's over. We yep. accept the penalties. And so that was it. They wanted it to go away. But I think once the media starts, you know, investigating further and yep. things start to leak out, like this Altuve thing today, yep. it's just going to keep on going. I'm worried, though, where it leads. Uh, exactly. Where's the end? Uh, and this day and age with all the technology we have available now, like you said, it's not like some investigative reporter that Major League Baseball hires and goes, tell us what really happened and then right. write us up a report well, that Major makes League us Baseball, look good. Major League Baseball, they don't want to know. Nope. It's like the steroids. They but don't really want to know. There are so many reporters now that have access to all these films and all this technology that are going to go, by the way, this looked a little fishy at the time, but we didn't think anything of it. You get 10 guys from ESPN or The Athletic. Dude, all it, well, all it takes is one disgruntled player. All well, it that's takes. That's what started it. Yes. Correct. So, I mean, the fires. Yep. So, um, you know, and the thing is, my thoughts on this are evolving because honestly, I didn't think we were going to talk about this and it blew up sort of as we were on our way home. Um, but I actually think the worse this gets, now obviously depends on exactly what comes out, but I almost think for like a guy like Hinch, if it's like, it was like almost out of control. Like there's nothing you could do about it. That almost looks better on him. He'll just go somewhere and say, look, this was not my idea. I didn't want to do it, but it was overwhelming. It actually, now, if he was like completely approved of it, different story. Well, it, there, right. is, there is evidence that he tried to destroy the camera on at least two occasions. Right. Like, yep. And that, that's his whether or not was he morally upset about it or was he thinking they were going to get busted. Yeah. Right. Yeah. There's a difference. Who knows? Yeah. Well, so, so here, like anybody that's backed into a corner, you see their true colors, right? And he's not going to admit to something prior to this coming out. But... He was asked a very pointed question after the season when they brought up the fact that there were rumors of sign stealing going on and that the Astros were, and he had this like smug look on his face and he goes, you guys will never prove it. <laughs> I was like, really? Really? That, dude? That's your answer? That's your answer? And he had this smug look like, huh, I'm the smartest guy in the room. Well, apparently it didn't take much for them to not only prove it, but to immediately prove it and then have a ton of evidence surrounding it. Hasn't he ever seen Columbo? That shit never works. (laughs) He proves it every time. That's right. That's right. So he did not not make himself look good coming out of it. But again, time heals all wounds and, and... you know, we have an amazing revisionist history well, after a couple of years. Uh, you know, he, he could uh, be back. A lot of teams like the Patriots cheat, right? Mm-hmm. And uh, you know, they just got busted with the video of in Cincinnati of yep. video, right? Yeah, videoing the, and, and then saying, "Oh, I'm sorry, I didn't know I was supposed to. Well, I didn't know I wasn't allowed to do that, right?" Um, but if players are wearing contraptions, yes, that's a whole different freaking thing. I mean, if you if you have a buzzer taped to your shoulder or heart or whatever that tells you when to run and when not to run because someone's videoing a sign mm-hmm. that's different than oh, yeah. filming something so you can look at it later and get an well, advantage and right they that's said in- something what was it last year was it cards or was it for i don't know maybe it was even houston then too about hacking another team's like yes. you know, oh yeah and stuff right like that. right 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 so this so team they, has yeah. a history of yeah. making mind just says like hey old school gamesmanship no problem Technology problem. They just, yep. that, was, that was that was the line, and then everybody keeps crossing it. Yep. I mean, that's crazy. You might as well be a robot. Yeah. Well, I will. I will say this. I bet you Tom Brady has one of those fucking buzzers too. Probably when they're blitzing. Well, I hear that they can. You know, they give him the play calls in his ear. 
Yeah. <laughs> oh, that's amazing technology. Um, well, I bet the Redskins don't even know about that. The <laughs> <laughs> well, defense probably doesn't. They're sitting here tapping their <laughs> mics. Oh, yeah, like, oh, shit, we can talk to each other. This How is come these guys are like, no one I'm... Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Bostic's like, oh, that's what that thing was in my ear. Bostic, shut All right, old man. Shut up now. Stop making quotes. Um, so I think <laughs> I, I, I'm disappointed from the standpoint of if you're going to cheat, do it, do it right. These guys couldn't even fucking <laughs> cheat the do right a way. Better job because it's not like this was six years ago and some, you know, uh, you know, there was, there was a spoiler in the, in the clubhouse and he's like, and he's all pissed off cause he didn't get his pension or you know, the, the, the club doesn't treat him well. And he, it, this just happened and it continued to happen. And now the evidence, apparently you don't really have to dig hard for it. It's like, I, I don't think it's over. I, I don't think it's over at all. Well, I don't think it's, over. I hope it's over in terms of it's pretty much just the Astros. Yeah. I, but I don't, I don't, think, I don't think it is either. I think you're going to, we're going to find a handful, if not more teams. I think in so very too. Similar positions. And that's just going to be, I mean, honestly, Here's baseball the bores the hell out of me. But baseball is still stinks. so fucking boring. And it's such a Incredibly terrible boring. sport to watch that they need to cheat to make it exciting. Maybe they should just play like a hundred games instead of 162 games. And then you wouldn't feel the need to cheat as much. <laughs> Could you know, be. Cause it wouldn't be too, it wouldn't be so fucking long. And I would love every, um, I would love every stadium to get a redo in the outfield and you're allowed like three crazy features like Caddyshack 2, <laughs> Jackie's Wacky Golf, you know, where they can just go and do some crazy shit in the outfield and like, you know. What a terrible remake that awful, was. But yes. Awful. They got like, to have an ice rink in, in Toronto at least. Yeah. Or like, you know, there's like a tiger den like in Detroit, like in right field. It's like, don't hit it to right field or, <laughs> you know, I mean, they got to do something though, seriously, because the, the length of the games... <laughs> Isn't getting any shit. And the length of the season. The length of the season. You can is play brutal. Why can't you just play eighty seven games? It's you know, it's that nostalgic America's pastime, you know, uh it's more in lore now than it yeah. is in actual practice because the attendance and the T V ratings are in the Awful. shitter Awful. until you get to the playoffs. Yeah. So obviously playoffs in any sport brings out the best in fandom and in must watch TV. To your point, Jerry, why are you spending nine months playing essentially meaningless baseball so that four teams have a shot at the tournament. Shorten it by a month. Sure. Shorten it by a month. Add a couple more teams into the playoffs. Let's fucking go. You know? That's I what mean, I would do. More teams in the playoffs is yeah, really my absolutely. You know? answer. Um, there's lots and lots of ways to do it, but again, none of that is nostalgic. It's not pure. It doesn't harken back to the game that created what, you know, what it is today in terms of our memories. But let's face it, that time has come and gone, you know, yeah. sitting there scoring the game with your grandfather. We're probably the last of the, you know, the, the dying breed that, that did that kind of thing. They need to get on it because it's to me, I mean, now again, I'm the wrong person. I'm not a big baseball fan anymore, but it's already almost too late. So they need to start making these changes now. And heck, maybe this whole cheating thing will be impetus for it. I don't know. That's the but, same thing with the steroids, know. though. I mean, they changed it and now they just juice the ball. So yeah, juice in the players. Right. Although it was, uh, you know, Samson, who used to be the president of the Marlins, I guess. He's on like CBS radio right, or something. He's on CBS radio. And he, he had, you know, to me, he's a guy who's on Survivor. So he's, he's obviously, he promotes himself a lot. He's, he's more about that than anything else. But when he talks, he talks about, he's like, oh, they're still juicing. They're just doing it in different ways now. They're doing, it's, like, it's almost like, what do we just say? If you're going to cheat, don't get caught. He's right. like, that's what happened with that. He's like, they're still doing plenty of shit. They're just not doing things they can get caught with. Right. Okay. So. Well, the shame of the steroid era was that was the most exciting time in my life that I can remember baseball. Yeah, the whole I mean, I, saw, I got Jesus to see, uh, when I was in law school, I got to see uh, Bonds play in Baltimore. Amazing, right? That's one of the bucket lists, man. Amazing. Yeah, you know? he, he hit a home run on a half swing. 
um, that did it look like a foul ball, but it he it like went, his shoulder was buzzing before the pitch came. <laughs> it did, it, yeah, it didn't even free. It looked like he didn't even swing. Hit a homer on a bunt, it. and then. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no. I, got, I got to see him play. That very cool, right? Yeah. You know, I mean, the whole McGuire Sosa. I mean, that that summer of those two going back and forth was just incredible. I don't give a fuck that they were juicing. They all were. What is my theory, Todd? What do I always say? Sports athletes are entertainment for me. Yes. I don't care if they're good guys, bad guys. I don't That's care right. about them personally. I don't care. Right. They're entertainment. Entertain, entertain me. me. Entertain me. Yeah. Are you not entertained? I love when people, mostly Pittsburgh douches, think that, <laughs> think that not, not only are their players, not only are their teams really good, but no, their players are morally better than everybody else's. I mean, you'll never see a Pittsburgh Steeler kneel. Oh, wait a minute. Antonio You'll never Brown see a, a Pittsburgh Steeler or, or a Pittsburgh Queen would get in trouble. Oh, wait a minute. Fuck you guys. You mean you Big mean, Ben isn't an upstanding citizen? You morons. <laughs> and I like Big Ben. I, I, I like the way he played. I, I just, I, I, I'm never emotionally invested in any of the players. Now, if I met Ovechkin, that'd be kind of cool. I think hockey really players cool. are different. Hockey players come off as a little bit more genuine. They, I'm sure you they, get they, issues, right? Sure. But I couldn't, if I met a Redskin, I couldn't, I, could, I tell you what, I met Jonathan Ogden. He was the biggest dick I've ever met. Mm. I didn't care to meet him. And he was like, I don't have time for autographs. I was like, I don't want your autograph. <laughs> I just want to say hi, dickhead. I, I, I was just standing here. Right. I wasn't even looking at you. <laughs> and I was like, go fuck yourself, man. Right. I mean, I didn't right. say that to him because he would have put me into the freaking bench. But Probably. You know, I fought it real hard. <laughs> He's a big man. As I looked right at his ankle. <laughs> But no, I mean, you know, like at Maryland and West Virginia and all the, yeah, I don't care. Right. Like, don't murder anybody. I'm not telling you to do that, but it doesn't affect me if well, you're a good person caught. or a bad person. Don't, couldn't care less. Couldn't right. care less if, if, uh, the Redskins or, or the, the Nationals, if Bryce Harper's an asshole. Well, I don't care. Right. You know, so right. if you, if you're not emotionally invested in them, it doesn't matter. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's, <sighs> I, they're not my role model. No, I'm with you, and and that's why you know when it comes to you know a cheating scandal like this, this is way less about oh well, what is AJ Hinch really like? It doesn't fucking matter. Yeah. they had technology, they used it illegally, and they got fucking caught. I'm See more ya. I'm more surprised than I am offended. I'm just like shocked that they could like they would take the cheated like the the cheating thing that far. You know, that's amazing. And to I'm me, not like I'm not like morally. No, no, no. Horrified. Oh no, I'm with you. I'm with you. But the audacity that they had to to almost flaunt it a little bit. Yeah. Looking back at it, now, I'm like, they're holy like the, shit. They're like no, the Patriots. You know, the Patriots are the hour. same way. The Patriots get busted cheating, and they're just like, well, fuck them. Right. Oh, we didn't know we could do that. Oh, we couldn't do that. Okay. Well, fuck you if we couldn't do that then. That's right. You no, know? we're That's still right. the we Patriot way. We're still the gold standard. That's right. The arrogance of that shit is amazing. Mm-hmm. I couldn't care less. Turgeon could get some arrogance. I think that could help him. He's a little more arrogant. <laughs> Maybe he should become more arrogant like James Franklin. Maybe he should have buzzers <laughs> attached to his to his fucking players to win the shoot <laughs> score. Or, you know, a buzzer uh, uh, on the inbounds player, and he immediately is like, hey, I'm open, I'm open, I just got buzzed. Maybe, maybe <laughs> he should eight. institute the tripping play <laughs> where he just trips the guy who's trying to guard Cowan. Because apparently that's the only person you can throw it into. <laughs> yes, I think so. Uh, well, with that, I say we wrap up for the week. Uh, looking forward to a couple Caps games here before they have a nice little hiatus. If Maryland loses to Northwestern, it's going to be fucking anarchy. No, 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 no. If they lose to Purdue at home on Saturday, that's going to be bad. Yeah. That's going to be really bad. That's going to be bad. And again, you know, Northwestern, losing to Northwestern on the road after beating Purdue at home, 
won't be good, but it won't be that bad. Right. Oh, it's terrible. I don't understand why you guys aren't seeing what I'm seeing. It's terrible. It's you not gotta, good. Northwestern is garbage. They're not Are they gonna a make bowl the, of shit? They're not going to make the NIT. I don't think they're even that good. Yeah, they're a bowl of poop. <laughs> bowl of poop. And with that, we will sign off for the week. Hopefully next week we have some fine, fine words for Mark Turgeon. Some good. <laughs> He's going to be on the podcast. Yeah, right. <laughs> going, which one of you guys? Oh, that's Jeremy. <laughs> <laughs> Jeremy's an asshole. I'm the one that we, hates the refs. That's right. We hate referees. He, he, he hates you. <laughs> that's right. He's the worst. Uh, so, boys, we will see you guys next uh, next time. And uh, hopefully, uh, you know, hopefully the Terps are turning the corner and playing more consistently. Hopefully the Caps get their shit together over the long break that they're going to have yeah. and come back refreshed and ready to rock and roll. Please because don't that- get in trouble, Koozie. Please don't get in trouble, Koozie. Absolutely. Koozie, just come stay at my house. It's really, really fucking boring. Um, go, stay, go stay at Bryce with the servants. <laughs> so we will see you guys next week. Thank you for listening. Wings, beers, and tears, your favorite DMV sports podcast. Thank you. See ya. See ya.